0: Gap year. Some new polls show that 10% of high school seniors say they won't bother with attending college or university because of the coronavirus and campus reform reports. One in six students say they've changed plans to attend college full time. Well, joining us to set us straight on this campus reform, digital reporter Eduardo Naret. So what does this mean for colleges and universities, especially I'd say the smaller ones that may see a decline in tuition revenues this year?
1: Well, it's devastating. And and it's devastating because it's not just one poll. So since the coronavirus broke out, a number of higher education research and data firms have been doing surveys and polling of students. And we've covered those at the Leadership Institute's campus reform. And like you said, uh, we've shown about 10% of high school students have said they have already made alternative plans this upcoming fall and will not attend four-year institutions because of the virus. You know, Other numbers in that poll show that colleges could face up to a 20% decline in enrollment this fall. And for a small school uh, that doesn't have that many students, you know, a small college here and there around the country, that could end up shutting them down permanently. A lot of schools can't survive if they face a 20 percent decline in enrollment. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But like I said, could be devastating for many schools around the country.
0: Well, even larger universities may have to lay off some professors, I guess, if they're not tenured. Uh, So what will it mean for students?
1: Well, it's gonna be interesting, like you said, large universities as well, a lot of them operate on a semester to semester budget, you know, tuition services or operational budget, So they're gonna see some hits from this too. But basically what students are saying is, they're now looking more critically and thinking more critically about higher education than they ever have in the past. So, instead of these four-year institutions, they're looking at non-degree programs. They're looking at online education, because a lot of the ones we have spoken to have told us, look, we did not sign up for an online education. We understand what the virus is doing. It has hit us financially. And so, if we're going to go into the fall faced with online learning, we're going to either take some time off, we're going to pursue something else, because we are not going to pay tens of thousands of dollars a year to learn from a computer.
0: Well, on that, the online experience. Polls show the college students don't really like that, especially if they've been on campus, I guess. They like that interaction of college life, you know, going to the football games, debates, other things, uh, all the activities. So how do you get around that with online? You can't do it.
1: Absolutely. And there, there's some other aspects of online learning that many of us have forgotten about as well. You know, the ability to ask a question in the classroom, to speak to teaching assistants, to have those tutoring services in and outside of the college campus. And so when you remove that from a lot of these students, the students who've had the chance to experience the college campus, they say they'd rather put things on hold instead of pursuing it. And then when you talk to a lot of the high school seniors who, again, have faced the financial impact of the virus, they don't want to sign up for that. Look. An online education has its merits, but it wasn't meant to replace traditional in-person learning altogether. An online learning is something that could be efficient and less expensive than a traditional degree. But if these colleges and universities are going to charge students the same rate for an online degree as they would an in-person education, uh, you know a lot of students are going to say, count me out. This is not what I want, and I'm not going to sign up for it.
0: And online, you can't go to the football games, which I know uh, in my college experience, enjoying the big house on a Saturday, fall Saturday afternoon, was just a wonderful experience in college. And I know here on the CBN campus, uh, Regent University says it will be holding on-site classes this fall. And many other universities say they will do the same, but do you still think some students frightened by COVID-19 will stay home or shift their experience online? Again, we're gonna see some students
1: do that, but I would say it's mainly for financial reasons and to avoid the online learning. In terms of being concerned for the virus, there was initial concern from a lot of college students we talked to, but as more data has come out showing that students are less of a risk from getting seriously ill or, or potentially sadly even dying from the virus, a lot of college students are ready to go back. And this is why it's the perfect time for schools like you mentioned and other schools across the country that are saying we want to open in the fall. They have the time right now to do that. There are creative ways that schools can open up, albeit not the same way as before, but they can begin to put plans in place right now so that come August, some of these schools can open up.
0: I guess they'd have to have smaller classrooms or lecture halls or something where they space them out. I, I don't know how they're going to handle that, but that's up to them, I guess. What are the chances then, Eduardo, that some students may just say, look, I'm going to forego college indefinitely. And if they do, what's that going to mean for their future and our nation's future?
1: Again, I think we're going to see a high chance of that. And as we've been saying some time now at Campus Reform is that the coronavirus, could upend higher education, as we know. We could see some changes that are permanent here because of the virus, and they can be good and bad. So a lot of these students may choose to jump into the workforce, pursue trade schools, pursue non-degree programs, as opposed to enrolling in a four-year institution. And if they come from difficult financial backgrounds, that may be the smart decision for them. Uh, Alternatively, we may see schools react to the virus and say, look, we realize over the years we've been charging too much. Students aren't interested in that anymore. Maybe we need to offer different programs. Maybe we need to offer other incentives to attract students to campus. So there are some positives and negatives about the situation, but it's going to force everyone in the equation, from students to these colleges and universities, to rethink what they've done in the past, and they're going to have to find something that works in the future.